Tana, did you hear about the new Paisano's deal? More pizza, less dough. Medium, one topping, $5.99. Are you out of your mind? I'm going to order it right now, buddy. What's the code? Yes. 599 pizza. Hurry up, man. Press in. I'm hungry. I'm on it, buddy. I'm yes. Coming up on the Santana Mall Show podcast, y'all know Tana busy. Y'all already know. In every preseason, you have a guy that's all preseason, whether he's a rookie or a vet. Who makes that team this year? And my favorite, it's Camp Stories with Santana. The Redskins took an L. Let's just face it. I think there's a question to that, Tana, but we'll discuss it. The Santana Mall Show podcast starts right now. It's the Santana Mall Show. Home of the ball game. Number 89. Hustle all the time. Travis on the right. Hot mic on the left. Every single week is a lyrical now I'm ready to go. Uh, we ready to go. Don't stop. Get it. Get it. Training camp in the house. Don't stop. Get it. Get it. Training camp in the house. Football season. See, I had to, sometimes I got to take Tana back to Miami. <laughs> That's the way to wake me up, boy. Get it. Get it. Turn it. Turn it. <laughs> Uncle Luke days, baby. Hey, I swear on my mama, I just told Tana before the show started, man, sometimes I wish I was from Miami. <laughs> <laughs> From the crib. Well, you're honorary, man. You know, me, yeah. me, me and my boys look at you as one of our, our guys from the crib. So it is kind of crazy, you're yo. You're always welcome. They love me, bro. Yeah. I get a lot of love from the Tanda Syndicate. I love that, man. Mr. 305 with a caveat, with yeah. a little, you know, a little asterisk next yeah. to it. Yeah, yeah. Travis Thomas, the Tanda man, football season has arrived. Thank you. And first of all, for all the haters out there, Tanda, I want you to weigh in on this. I got in an argument with somebody who told me football season doesn't start until September, whatever, when they kick the first. I said, for real, you getting my pressure high and my sugar low. I'm not going to sit here and argue (laughs) with you and go back and forth. Everybody knows football season starts when training camp starts. Am I right? No doubt. No doubt. And then you got to think about it nowadays. Football season is basically year round now. You always hand them everyday news about what's going on in the offseason. But once those guys arrive, once you start seeing those sports channels showing the arrival of these players, the arrival of the team, but then everyday all-access footage of these guys practicing, it's here. It's on. It's here. You can smell it when you walk out the door. You know it's that time of year where guys are going to be losing money or making money, and fantasy leagues are right now. People are already getting ready for their fantasy draft. So I'm looking forward to fantasy this year. You going to play again? I'm playing again. Let's go. And I'm coming back. I hope NBC has the same setup and the same get up, and they invite me to be a part of it this year. I'm winning this year. You're talking that stuff, I'm, huh? I'm talking it because I saw what happened last year, and it was my first year ever playing it. And so just to see how things happen, I'm sitting there like, man, I went out and got this guy. All the best. Couldn't get some of the guys I wanted, but I got a guy that probably was second tier, third, and I just see how things transform. You know, I'm like, man, I got a better mindset of what I have to do this year. So, so I'm, you I'm, talking that stuff. I'm talking it. Say that, Watch then. Me. Watch me walk it. Well, hey, walk it like you took it. Walk mm. it, walk it like you took it. Woo! Mm. Hey, Tanner, where you been, man? Everywhere. <laughs> Everywhere. <laughs> I've been everywhere, man. Well, you know, my camp just ended last week. I mean, every year it grows. You know, let's mm-hmm. talk a little bit about the Moss Academy. Okay. We started this thing three years ago. I believe 2017 was the first Moss Academy football camp. We had 26 kids. 26 kids. I was more than happy that wow. 26 kids showed up. Sure. 
And we said after that camp, we had our little gathering, you know, me, me, Carmen, and the fellas that's in town. We go grab a bite or, you know, we hang out at the local spot in one loud somewhere. And we just talk about next year. Mm-hmm. And I remember we saying, hey, man, this thing only get better. 2018 comes. We had 60 some kids. So probably like probably 40 kids or 45 to 50 kids showed up. But we had 60 or 65 that signed up. And we was geeked. We was ecstatic. These first two years was one week. Yeah. And then we say, man, you know, after that camp, I went to a Redskins camp probably that next weekend or the weekend of. And I see all my kids from my camp there, and they just run rush me. Hey, coach. <laughs> man, I told Carmen, I called, I said, look, man, I miss them little kids, man. I miss those guys already, and we need to do two weeks. I heard parents like, hey, y'all should do it a little longer. Right. They up for it. We need to be up for it. So we say, okay, let's do it. Let's try it. This year we had a total of 75 kids signed up. And when I tell you, when I was wow. out there, it was two weeks. So all the kids didn't come both weeks because some of the kids was in camp. It was like staggered. So you might have a group that came all the first week. Sure. Then you had another new group come in the second week. But it was a lot of those guys from the first week that still came for both weeks. So a lot of kids got to do two weeks with us. And a lot of kids had other camps yeah. prior or after us. And if you look. It was always a number of 50 plus. Damn. So I'm sitting there like, man, this thing has grown. And bringing in Savage, I want to give him a special shout, shout out. Because outs, bro. I hope he realized what I saw in the lives that we probably have changed. Just giving them a little bit of us, our time, and sharing those experiences that, you know, we've been able to experience with those kids. Some of the talks we shared, some of the guests we shared with them, the experience of going to the Black History Museum. All that stuff, man, those kids will never forget it. I saw kids that I had year one and have grown so much when it comes to the talent and Mm -hmm. just the knowledge of what we've been spitting to them for so long. You know, I had one kid put a smile on my face every week because every time I did a drill, he almost knew how to end it or (laughs) knew what I was going to say before I ended the drill. And like if I said, okay, we started on this side, so what we doing – Marquise was the guy that's leading it. And I, and I had to give him a trophy. I gave out trophy. I gave out medals for MVPs and then for most improved. And Marquise, he got an MVP medal because not only that he did his drills the way he's supposed to do, he remembered. Wow. Like, the lessons that we're teaching, the many lessons we're teaching is paying attention to detail and to the speaker and then also be a leader. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're elder amongst some of these younger kids, you've been here before, and not only have you been here before, you're just older than some of the other guys. Lead your line. Lead them. Lead them. Show them how to get in line. Show them what to do. Every drill, I shouldn't have to tell everybody what to do all over again. You should be able to show them. And he was doing that. And it was guys older than him that wasn't picking it up. And I'm like, one, he's been here from day one, but he's paid attention. And he knows what to be expected. He knows how hard to go. And that's what we try to teach these kids. I talked to one kid, and I don't want to put his name out there, but I put him to the side because Savage got pissed off with him. And Savage like, you know, I see you over here sitting down we're doing drills, but as soon as everybody over here playing with the ball, you up throwing the ball so, around. Yeah. And I was like, well, you know, I, I couldn't go that one moment, but then I was able to go now. And I put him to the side. I say, hope you have tough skin. He's like, no, I am, man. He's a, he was an older guy. And that's why Savage gave it to him because he was older, so he should be able to take it. And he said, no, I have tough skin. I say, but understand what we're trying to instill in you. You're not setting a great example by sitting out when it was tough. And then now everybody over here throwing the ball around, having a good time, drinking water. You're up. He was like, yeah, but I wasn't feeling it. I said, I understand that. I'm not going to make you do anything you don't want to do. But just know it's guys watching you. We're watching you and these little bucks out here watching you. So if you're showing them that that's okay, they're going to do it too. 
mm-hmm. you're going to follow. And I say, you know what? Better yet, if you think it's okay here, when you go to practice or anything else you do in life, you're going to think it's okay to take a break too. Hello. So, you know, listen, man, we're trying to give you the jewels. We're giving you the answers to the test. Yeah. You've been tested every day. So it was funny. After that day, I had that talk. I had to go work that night with NBC. And I come back the next day, and I didn't see him take a break. No more the rest of the week. I'm wow. like, see, that's what you need, man. You know, sometimes these kids want to be reminded, you know? Yeah. I've been a guy that plays sports all my life. No matter how much you know, you need to be checked sometimes. Always. You know? You yep. need to be put in your spot, put in your place. And I've seen so many guys that I play with that feel like they couldn't be talked to like that by a coach. And then you see what happened to them, and they wonder why. No, talk to me like that, coach. You're I coachable. I, I can take it. At the same time, if I feel like it's too much, I'll pull you to the side and we can talk as men. Like, look, coach, yeah. I feel you, but right. there's better ways to get to me. I'm not a guy that you got to rah-rah. You don't have to. Yeah, yeah. You just tell me what you're I have to do. You're self-motivated. Bingo, bingo. You, you're looking for a teacher. Bingo. Teach me. So that's, that's, what, that's why I enjoy doing the Moss Academy. I know I probably went a little long on that, man. But, you know, besides the camp being over this past Tuesday, mm-hmm. I got a chance to do the coin toss at the International Cup. The Real Madrid and Arsenal was in Look town dope. to have a soccer match at FedEx Field. Bro, the visuals on your IG was like a movie. Oh, that was so live. Kudos to the Redskins media folks. They took all the film and that was did dope, all the picture man. and stuff. So that was a great opportunity, honestly, man. I, when I got presented with the opportunity, I had to work that night at NBC. And mm-hmm. I was like, hey, I phoned in to Amanda like, I'm going to have to miss tonight. Yeah. You know? Guess who replaced you? My dog. And here's a funny thing, right? Because everyone knows we're tight. Mm-hmm. People wonder, how has your life changed since you and Santana have become friends over the years? And here's a story for you. So now that everyone knows Tana and I are tight, I'm like Kelly Rowland to Beyonce now. No, get out of here. So here's what happens. Hey, Travis, Tana can't work tonight. You're in. Well, I mean, are you going to ask me or is it just... <laughs> You're in. This is your chance. Your Beyonce's out. <laughs> your lead singer, huh? They don't do my Guess dog Guess what like I say. That. All right, I'm in. Okay. <laughs> Give me the microphone. Don't do my dog like that. Hey, you're a fool, man. <laughs> Tennis out. You're in, Kelly. Beyonce can't make it. Oh, my God. Fine. But how was it? How was it that night? Oh, I, I mean, I did my thing, I know, dog. I, know. I did my thing. I didn't even get a chance to check it out. I'm going to go check it out just because I want to see you, man. You know, I, it's crazy. For him to say he's Kelly to Beyonce, <laughs> I'm sitting here watching him. Like, you guys know that last week I had to host a show by myself. And one of our listeners and fans you of the show, thing, bro. they chimed in and said, you know, I was almost scared when I heard it was just you. <laughs> you? You were scared. I was Drake. scared. <laughs> I was shivering. <laughs> I was sitting there like praying. Oh, you did Lord. a great job, bro. And you so really I told Travis, you know, and I'm like, I'm, I'm that type of guy. I don't, you know, I, I'm not going to be around the bush. I had went back and I was studying you, Crazy. how you did things, how you ran the show. And I'm one of those guys, you can show me something once and I'm going to take off from there. Right. Or I had to be shown once. And I had to just jot that down like, okay, this is how Travis led, this is how yeah. he leads all yeah. the time. You know, put a little bit of his humor in it and go from there, yeah. you know. And when Travis gave me the call the other day and gave me the stamp, I was like, man, you must be read my mind because I was getting ready to text you <laughs> and ask you, have you watched the show yet? Yeah. And Trust me, man, I was I was nervous. Can I share what I told you yeah, privately? Yeah, do that. Okay, so I was on vacation last week, which is why you hosted, right? Yeah. So I didn't get back in town till whenever. And so I didn't watch the episode till much later in the week. Like he said, he was about to text me and be like, yo, did you see this? What's good? I haven't heard from you. And so when I finally watched it, I uh, watched it in its entirety. I think I called you first, yeah, you right? you called me. 
I called you. We, we didn't link up. And I texted you. I was like, yo, hit me when you get a second. It's important. One thing about Tana, everyone in his friend circle knows he's the busiest guy on planet Earth. <laughs> but if you hit him like, yo, I need to talk to you, he will step away. Yeah. He might have been given a speech and literally walked in the hallway to call me. And I said, yo, I know you're busy, man. I'm not going to hold you. I was in tears. I teared up watching last week's episode uh-huh. because of how well you did and how much I've seen you, forget the friendship, professionally, yeah. I've seen you grow, bro. Yeah. Like I've never seen someone translate what they've done on a football field to this business. Does that make sense? No, it makes a lot of sense. You now broadcast the way you played the game. Yeah. You now outwork everyone. You clearly are a student of what you do. You watch yourself, like you said. Just that story you just shared, Tana, is telling of your personality of you went back and watched me host. And that's film study, bro. That's learning how to beat a corner in the film room. Do you understand what I'm saying? No doubt. So to me, it meant so much to me to watch how you hosted that show. Cartwright was great. I texted CP and said, you did a great job. That was an excellent show. I just want to say in closing, the show's better off without me. So goodbye. It wouldn't be right if it wasn't Travis and doing what he do, man. Honest <laughs> to God, man, I use you so much in everything I do right now. Thank with you, this, bro. Being an analyst and stuff because I told you from day one, and I don't want to give myself the credit saying yeah. that I saw him first. No, I know I didn't. But immediately when I met him, <laughs> I'm like, you shouldn't be back there. You should be in front of the camera. You know, that year, boom, yeah. they see it. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I'm not the guy that went out there and studied them. No, I just saw something, and I'm like, I tell him all the time, I take pride in finding talent. Regardless of what you're doing, if I'm interested in watching and paying attention, I'm going to say he got it or he doesn't. You right. know, And I've been like that as a player for so many years, and now to get in this business, and from day one, I'm like, man, this guy here, the stuff he brings from off of just the introduction alone. <laughs> what's up, man? How you doing? That's need to be in front of the camera. You know, I have to warm up. You got to get me lathered a little bit. You know, I'm, I might be boring a little bit to you until I get going, and then you know, you know. But honestly, man, I'm a student of anything, you know, yeah. and everything, especially when I'm partaking in it. And so. Who better to watch, you know, than somebody who I take pride in, you know. That's why I have you on this show. And just to go through what we're going through, man, a lot of guys won't do that. So, you know, I really respect you for that because I know people look at life and say, well, if I ain't getting this for that, I can't do it. It's a marathon, you know. Yeah, no doubt. The marathon marathon. continues, matter of fact. So, So look, we're not going to continue the bromance. Yeah. We got to get into some football. Tana, straight up, I'm coming right at you. Let's get it. Give me a rookie. And give me a veteran that you're watching in Richmond the next few weeks. So excited that football is finally here. Washington Redskins reported, what, 25th of this month. And the top two guys I'm looking at, y'all already know I'm a receiver. So my veteran would be Paul Richardson. I'm going to elaborate a little bit on it. The reason why, Paul Richardson got big money to come over here to be a starter. He showed enough potential that he can be that guy. Last year, he raised my eyebrows a lot because we won one of the guy who can stretch the field. Wasn't sure if he was going to be the stretch the field type of a Deshaun or the young Tanner, but he showed that he got some get up and go. And besides that, he also showed that he can make the plays when the ball is thrown his way. He did that in Seattle a lot. You know, he was a guy that, man, when they went to him, he made plays that it wasn't just something that he made it because he had to know. He went out and made that play happen. So he's going to be my guy that I watch because not only is that he's a starter this year, 
He's the veteran. He's a veteran that hasn't had that much experience of being the guy. So now he has to show this young room of talent how to be a pro. I think last year, watching him get hurt, I was just sharing a story with you. I saw this guy dive numerous times in training camp for balls, and I said, already, that's a no-no for me. I understand you want to make a play, but when that ball that far, I don't care who's out there watching us. I'm not giving my body up go. because you understand that it's a long season. I have to make it to week one and feel like I'm ready to go for 16 weeks before I'm out here hurting myself in camp. So I'm going to be watching him because I know he come off an injury that he tried to tough out. And this year he might have a chance to show us that he can put up those starter numbers, that 800-plus to 1,000 yards with the quarterbacks that we have. And not only that, you know, he has to groom these guys that's behind him. So Paul Richardson would be my veteran. Okay. My rookie would be Jimmy Moreland. I'm not going to get too deep on I'll let you ask me anything about Jimmy, but Jimmy Moreland's a guy from JMU. He's in a room with cornerbacks that somebody has to play. We have a veteran in Norman that's coming back. We have a Fabian that's in a slot that they don't know if he's going to be the guy. I think he plays better in that position. And then you have Dunbar coming back off an injury. Will Dunbar stay healthy? Then you have DRC that they brought in to be say, you know what? He might be the guy that they put in front of Fabian and let Fabian watch DRC play that position. I know about DRC very well. He's a guy that can go out there and play. To me, he might be one or two as DBs in that room. So I want to see what Jimmy Moreland has. Does he have a chance to make a team? No doubt he's going to make the team. He's a Florida boy, and he's a ball hawk. He has the confidence of a D-Hall slash Dion when those guys was in there. And I'm saying Dion because Dion didn't give a crap about who was out there in front of him. Those Florida boys think like that, and he's a Florida guy. So I'm looking forward to seeing him flash a lot this training camp. I honestly, rookie, I'm going Montez Sweat. I really believe Montez Sweat and Ryan Kerrigan, to me, maybe I'm overselling this, feel like the potential of a Bradley Chubb Von Miller combination. Mm. I really believe that in my heart. I think the addition of Montez Sweat now gives a fountain of youth to Ryan Kerrigan because if he is as advertised, we don't know yet, we'll see, right? Yeah. But if Montez Sweat is as advertised, all of a sudden you've got to pay attention to him. You have to scheme for him. And that opens it up for Ryan Kerrigan, who's kind of been alone. Yeah. I'm not buying Preston Smith, bro. To me, Preston Smith leaving was the best thing to ever happen. Yeah. Because you and I watch these games yeah. together, Santana. Both of us were yelling at the top of our lungs during games because Preston Smith was right there. Right there. He it. was hurrying. He mm-hmm. was pressuring. But he couldn't close. He couldn't get sacks. The great players in this league, as you know, you know better than I do. Get the sack, the strip, the recovery, right? Hold up. So I want to see if Montez Sweat can become that. If he can, hallelujah. And no one will be happier than Ryan Kerrigan. The veteran I'm watching. I'm going to use air quotes here, Tana, because I believe he's going into his third year. But I'm calling him a vet. John Allen. Santana, John Allen, to me has now become the leader of the defense. It's just my opinion. You know, I cover the team. We sit there and we watch the press conferences and the locker room interviews and the whole deal, right? To me, he feels like now the go-to guy for the pulse of the team, the pulse of the defense, the sound bite you need. When he talks, it's straight out of the book of Nick Saban. He gives you quotes. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't have expectations. I have standards. Mm-hmm. Like, that's amazing to me. Those yeah. kind of quotes, those kind of things. And it's not BS. It's not lip service. He believes that He's stuff. walking it. He's walking it. There you go. So, to me, that's a guy I want to watch in the sense that I know he can ball. We know what he's going to do. It's not that. 
I want to see the ascension, the leadership. This is the year. I believe John Allen will take this defense, and he becomes the man. The guy. I just mentioned Ryan Kerrigan. Kerrigan is the most productive, longest-standing, upstanding citizen yeah. on the defense, right? Like, I'm not taking anything away from him, but he's quiet. I think John Allen is all those things and outspoken, and curious he feels too. like the rah-rah guy yeah. to me. I'm real curious, too, about what this year would be like for Kerrigan, just seeing how he's been dominant all these years that he's been in the league. But Damn near by this, himself. This is the first year yeah. he's playing, knowing he just had a little baby girl, I believe. Yep. Mm-hmm. Man, when you have your first child, mm-hmm. something come out of you. Like, you become a superhero. Like, you're yep. now knowing that you're playing for a different purpose. No doubt. So, it's almost supernatural, like I want to say. But I want to see his game, how he evolves now, knowing he got a little girl to really go out there and play for. Like, they give you something more to play for. When you have a child, it gives you a little more. Like, man, you know, it's just not about me anymore. Yeah. You know? No, that's So, I'm point. looking forward to it, too. And just to know he has somebody on the other side that can bring him Ooh. a lot. I hope. That guy alone, to me, just if he's everything that we saw in those highlights and him Maybe playing. Maybe Julius Peppers, dog. If he's anything as advertised, Ryan Kerrigan about to have a year. Agreed. Now, let me ask you this. I, this is going to be a long-winded question, so stay with me. Out of your entire career, did you ever leave camp feeling like I'm a better player? Here's what I mean. You are such a practice guy. Yeah. Not the game, practice, right? But you are a practice guy. You loved practice. So I'm sure that part of it, obviously, you felt better. Every day you practice, I'm getting better, I'm ready for Sunday, boom, boom, boom. But training camp specifically, Tana, give me the differences from when you were younger at training camp to when you were a veteran at training camp. And just overall, did you feel like, Training camp was necessary. I think it was necessary just for the fact of just us getting into football shape. We come in in shape. You have to come in in top-tier shape. I remember years when I didn't. I remember years when I was slacking, listening to now, some Now, were other. you young or were you— were I you? was a little older. Because when I was oh, young, I was always in shape. Okay. When I got older, I did things different. For one or two years, I did it one or two years. Half the reason because I was nicked in the offseason those two years. It wasn't because I just was a lot of the Yeah, you weren't eating, you know, yeah, I mean, little you know, Debbie cakes. I, well, in the offseason, I eat what I want back, <laughs> back in those days. I didn't even care about what I ate back in those days, period. You know. So did that change over that time? That changed over, especially when I got older, man. I saw my body looking different. I'm like, man, I'm— I'm considered uh, fat. Larry Holmes. Yeah, flabby and sick, you know. So, But it changed drastically. When I was a young guy, I exploded on the scene in training camp. I mean, before I got hurt as a rookie, I was saying to myself, I'm about to go out here and get 1,000 yards this year. Woo! Out the gate, I remember Aaron Glenn following me around saying, hey, man, I'm coming to get some of this work today because you out here cutting the grass up. I remember Wayne Cabet telling me to slow down. I remember all this stuff vividly. And I remember how I approached it, how I came in so fast, so in shape, hungry, bouncing around. And then I remember the year removed from there, now having to get back into that shit because I got injured that year. So I'm like, oh, man, I got to start all over. And I remember that training camp, and I was like, okay, I'm almost back to where I was last year. Physically, yeah, I looked apart, but I didn't feel it. I didn't feel it. I didn't have that bounce in my legs the same. But as I got older coming to training camp, I know that in order for me to be dominant as a pro or at my position as a receiver, I had to come in in shape. I had to come in underweight. I had to come in, you know, as far as knowing what we was doing, that was easy to me. I learned things on the go anyway. So we had a lot of different playbooks that I ended up learning from. I had probably four or five throughout my whole career. 
And I never cared about that because I could learn on the spot. But I made sure my body was intact because I knew we was going to go out there and give it our all twice a day for like two or three weeks straight. And then just knowing when we got to that third preseason game, this is game time. You know, this is the first time they're going to get a whole half and a quarter out of me. So I need to be at top tier going into that third game. Hearing you talk, is it fair for me to say training camp meant more to you as a player than preseason? Yeah, it did. It did. Because I got all my work in and I care less about the preseason game. I was ready to go in and get four or five plays just because I knew it was off. To me, that was an off day. Right. The preseason game to me was an off going day. Going through of the motions. Camp. I'm finna go through. First of all, that 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 night before, I get a chance to chill. We ain't practicing. We watching film, getting ready for the next team. Somebody different. We ain't got to worry about hitting on each other. And now I get to go out here with the fans around, going to give me a little adrenaline boost, and I get to probably possibly get a catch or get a ball thrown my way. So that was like an off day for me. And you've seen two or three snaps, if that, and you was on the sideline eating sunflower seeds. And then you planning on tomorrow, like, oh, man, I hope tomorrow we don't have to run a lot. Right. Or it's cause it could be a film that you're, you're anticipating what it's going to be like. Different coaches did different things, and I had a ton of them. So if you had Shanahan, we probably weren't going to come in and do much. We was going to come in, get that sweat in, and watch film. Watch film. Get a little walkthrough. And then Monday, depending on when we played our preseason game, if it was a Saturday game, Monday you're saying, okay, it's back to work. Mm-hmm. But that was an off day. I knew the work was being done in practice. And I've got my reps in, and trust me, young and old me took it serious. I didn't know how what the season was going to be, but I know that if I go hard and give it my all, then who knows how it's going to be. You know, I don't know how good of a team we're going to be. I don't know how this quarterback going to pan out. Right. Like I say, everything relies on the quarterback. Being a wide out, I got to hope my quarterback hold up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If he's throwing that thing to me when I'm open, we're going to bomb. We're going to have a great year because I'm going to be prepared to be open. And I'm going to be open a lot. You're going to make a play when you get it. And I'm going to make a play when I get it. But the opportunity was everything for me. So you never knew going into it, but you knew as long as you get the work in, you prepare for whatever. All right, I'm going to do taking L's a little different than usual. This is a question mark taking an L. And I present it to you. Did the Redskins take an L by releasing their leading tackler, literally, Tana, on training camp eve, and Mason Foster, because I want to give a stern capital letter L to the Redskins, but I defer to someone who knows more than me before I do it. That's why I say question. It's a possible Is L. it an L? It's a possible What it's, is that about? I, I why look, do you release this guy? I look at it like this. Regardless of what we say, who's next and who they believe in, the young guys, the kid Bostic we've been hearing about and all these other young guys, the draft picks. and the I guys hear he's a good player, Bostic. Watching him do drills? Yeah. He can run. Okay. He's agile. He can cover. That was the whole big thing about Mason, that he couldn't cover, and he was an overachiever. Just a tackle machine. He was a guy that, man, I told you about him last year. I like Mason because, to me, you can tell he did things that you didn't expect him to do. Right. You didn't expect him to be on those tackles that he was on last year. You didn't expect him to come and be ready like he was his whole offseason. He was an overachiever. So it's a possible L just because of the fact that yeah, I'm pretty sure you're high on these young guys and Bostic, whoever showed you what they can do this offseason. But keep a guy like Mason around and say, maybe it's because of the dollar, because it's, hey, hey, we're we going we gonna to gain $4 million that we was going to have to give to him. Or maybe not. So un- unless you bring in that guy right now immediately to fill in that void, right? you got a guy that knows your defense, that's shown you that he can play on this level, and then you got young cats around him that even if they beat him out his job, 
you have a veteran that we can always count on if one of those guys go down, stump a toe. You don't know. So it's an L to me because I think the Redskins do stuff like this all the time. Yes. And especially with talent that's proven. You yes. Know, it's proven talent. If you can't cover, okay, we we'll slide them out of here when we know they finna the Just put them in on run. Yeah, right. I mean, so it's, it's many <sighs> ways to do it. But like God. I said before, what do we know? It could be because of the cap reason. They might want to save some money for somebody that they probably have Trent. to give some money to. Who knows? So – Probably a bigger L somewhere in the making. <laughs> I can't even draw. We'll go lowercase L then. <laughs> it's a bigger L. We're somewhere not going to give you a full grown yeah, L because it's, it's a we'll bigger L lower. somewhere in the making, and I think that that's that's one of the reasons what got him up out of there. All right, this is what we're going to do to end it. One word for training camp, okay? For me, Tana, I'll go first. For me, it's hallelujah. You know why? When Here. the Super Bowl is over. You already know this. This is a fact. Tana can vouch. I cry like a baby because I don't have football, and you're right. Football season's year-round. You got the draft. You got free agency. You got blah, 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 blah. I don't care about none of that. I want to see the boys on the field getting it done. So when the Super Bowl is over, that Monday, I am in a deep, dark place until this time of the year, training camp. So for me, one word. For training camp, putting a bow on it, hallelujah. Yeah, I can't give him one word because you know I'm always going to be that guy that <laughs> Long just, can't, story short. just can't do. Long story short type of thing, you hear me? But I would say let's get money. Oh! Let's get money. I it's like not that. about the money, but it is about the money with me always. Get but money. But it's get money time for those guys that's suiting up, that's lining up, because this is where you make your, your bread and your meat. You know what I mean? This is where you go get it. And – I had a saying every time I came in the game, I had to make sure that I, I remember myself or view myself as a starter all the time. When I became a slot guy, when I would come in for my package, I'd be like, let's get money. Anybody was running the game with me, let's get money. Because this is my only chance to show you that I'm who I am. I like that. On third down. So it became my slogan that whole year. 2012, when we was out there balling with RG3, you would hear anybody say, Tanner, Gator, in the package, get money. All the guys recited that because they knew that's how I was thinking. It's go time. So Ooh. everybody that's suiting up in training camp knows it's go time. And when it's go time, let's get money. Put that pen down. Rub your hands together like Birdman. Santana Mall Show podcast is a wrap. Get money. It's a Santana Mall Show. Home of the ball Number 89. Hustle all the time. Travis on the right. Hot mic on the left. Every single week 